Sunday. It's C. Welcome to episode 17. Hello everyone and thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you remember to set your clocks back before you went to sleep last night, Saturday. And I hope that you enjoyed an extra hour and used it for whatever you needed it for. I know I personally did use it for an extra hour of sleep and I find myself still not feeling quite rested. But it's a new day. It's a beautiful day. It's a day we have been gifted and it's our job to make the most of it. Welcome back to the Nurture series on nurturing your gifts. Last week we started the November Nurture series and last week we talked about nurturing the seeds in your life. This week we talk about nurturing your gifts, your talents. A little note to self today as we begin. You owe it to yourself and the people that you care for to be a nurturing spirit. Whether you're a man or a woman, whether you're the child in the family or the parent in the family, whether you're the sister or the brother, that doesn't matter. We all owe it to ourselves and the people we love to be nurturing to ourselves and to one another. There's so much for us to nurture. And for today's episode, I encourage you to take a moment and find someone younger than you that you can pull in the room to listen to this week's episode. And if you're younger, find someone older in your life that you want to pull into the room with you to listen to this week's episode. The subject applies to all of us. And it's a fun one, absolutely. This subject excites me. It's why I really wanted to start this podcast. Speaking to others about their gifts is one of my favorite and absolute joys. I love it personally, I love it professionally, and I especially love it when I have the opportunity to speak to someone young who is just discovering themselves, or someone older who has lived some life already and is rediscovering themselves. Magic happens here. Magic happens when it's time to talk about our gifts and our talents. Gifts, we all have them. Now let's talk about how we're going to redefine our understanding of this subject in order to provide ourselves realignment, in order to provide ourselves with balance. This is episode 17 of Sundays with C. This is episode 17 of Sundays with C, and welcome to Tell Me Something Good. So my What's Wonderful recap, uh, happy November, happy holiday season, or the start of it, happy autumn bliss, I love fall, we know this, <laughs> happy boot season, I was so excited to put away all my sandals and bring out all my boots, fall's my favorite. If that's something new you're learning about me, I will share that with enthusiasm once more. Fall is my favorite. I love boots, I love scarves, I love hats, all of the above. Happy pie season. I love pie. <laughs> and I have a few announcements as well. <clears throat> What's wonderful, I released a guided meditation sequence last month. Please check it out. And I'm going to plan to release them on the third Wednesdays of any month that applies. So the third Wednesday of the month, please expect a guided meditation bonus episode from me. You're definitely going to get one this month, so be on the lookout. Also, the Open Letter Project. I have been writing open letters 
on my lifestyle blog, findingthespacebetween.blogspot.com. And I would love for any of you that are writers, that love letters, that love the art of letter writing, to check it out. I recently released my open letter to my high school sweetheart, and that was wonderful. It was great to put that out in the universe. And if you're interested in letter writing, join me if you like. And I'd love to share a few lines from the most recent letter that I released on the blog. The Open Letter Project. Letter to my high school sweetheart. Lessons. He was bursting at the seams with life and joy, despite what could have so easily held him down, despite what so easily could have killed his spirits. And still, there he was, smiling, laughing, all the time. You could ask anyone. You could see his smile from miles away. He encouraged me to smile that way, to laugh that way. And for that lesson, I will forever be grateful. I'll save the rest for you to check out on your own time. Again, if you're interested in letter writing, if you just love to read short narratives, please feel welcome to check out the Open Letter Project that I've started on my blog. So far, I've written an open letter to my little brother and my first love and my high school sweetheart. If you're joining me, these open letters can be to anyone a friend, a family member, a lover. I challenge you to write one to yourself as well. That is one that I'm looking forward to writing. More there. Finding the space between blogspot.com. And that's my What's Wonderful recap. Moving on to today's toast. Today's toast goes to families who are in a position of spending time living apart from each other. And we all know that families can come in many iterations, and there could be so many reasons why your family finds itself living in distance. Children go on to college. Parents split up. Um, blended families. Military families. Someone being called away for work. Someone being called away for business. New adventures. All sorts of things. And I just really want to take a moment to send light and energy out to those families that are working to find the things that are going to keep them close together in any way they need to be kept close together in these times. That's Tell Me Something Good. Sundays with C is on YouTube. So if you want notifications every time there's a new upload to our YouTube channel, go ahead and log into YouTube. Subscribe immediately and share it with someone else that you care about. Because isn't sharing Sundays with C really caring about someone? Happy Sunday. Hello, listeners. I just wanted to offer you a quick announcement. Episode 18 is going to be released before next Sunday. We're in episode 17 now, and episode 18 is going to come out during this work week, during this school week on the weekdays. Uh, because I will be traveling out of town to San Diego for work, so I will actually be on a little bit of a hiatus. But in light of my absence, I will be offering you next week's episode a little early. So mark your calendars, be on the lookout. It will be up and available before this Thursday. Thank you for listening. 
Welcome back to episode 17 of Sundays with C. The word of the month is nurturance, and the mantra of the month is, I will realign my soul by redefining my goals. And I'd like to remind maybe some of our newer listeners the importance of our mantra of the month. Our mantra of the month, which is sometimes going to be our mantra of the week, is the thought that we are carrying with us each day as we focus on whatever the word is or the subject matter is for the time being. So this mantra of I will realign my soul by redefining my goals is a sentence and a thought that I want you to keep close to you and reflect on it each week as it relates to whatever the topic at hand is. Words we're going to live by. So I'd like to remind everyone that nurturance, when we talk about nurturance, we're talking about being supportive and encouraging and protective of whatever the subject is. So last week we talked about being supportive, encouraging, and protective of the seeds in your life. And this week we're talking about being supportive, encouraging, and protective of your gifts and of your talents. With regard to your gifts, I'm defining this as any skill sets that you have that you cherish, any talents that you've been working on developing, and any creative passions you have. So what is the significance of nurturing your gifts? Now this is going to be different, a little different for some listeners, depending on whether you're a little younger and just starting to figure this out and think through this and work through this, whether you're somebody that's been making this journey for some time, or whether you're somebody who's trying to get back to this place of nurturing your skills and gifts and talents, but adjust it to be suitable to you. The significance of nurturing your gifts. Well, first, we are all on the journey of discovering our purpose and our place in this life. And discovering our gifts is a part of this journey. It's a natural part of this journey. Yes, there are so many things that we do in this life that we're expected to do in this life that have nothing to do with our creative passions. We know that we have to go to school. We know that we have to go to work. Some people choose to start a family. Some people choose to get married. We hope to have careers. We hope to be successful. We hope to go to wonderful colleges. Those are all things that we have decided are a part of our prescription for what life should be like. And I truly believe that in addition to all of those wonderful things, we should also be on a journey to discover our purpose and our place in the larger world as it relates to our talents. We can't forget those. And this is not just a conversation for young artists. Although I know that young artists will feel this episode truly, it will be close to them naturally. But I want it to feel close to all of us. Your gifts are inherently a part of your human existence. Secondly, although your gifts feel personal to you, are personal to you, they're not just for you and only you. We are given gifts to share them with the world. Whatever those gifts might be, your gifts are yours. Sure, they're yours to share. And I really hope that makes sense. Yes, they are for you to enjoy. Yes, the sketches in your journal are for you to enjoy. Your choreography 
is for you to enjoy. Your poetry is for you to enjoy. Your knack for maybe building models is for you to enjoy. But maybe there's also a way to give that joy and share that joy with the universe. That's what we should seek to explore. And lastly, gifts that are not used can get lost. So the significance of nurturing your gifts right now, wherever you are in your life, lies in the fact that you might not have these gifts forever. So we must explore, discover, harness, refine, and then make an impact with them. The truth? We all have gifts and talents, and it's for us to work hard to nurture them. Refined talents have changed our entire existence as beings in this world. Think about the public figures that you admire, that have a specific skill set or a specific talent that they grew up and decided they wanted to share with the world. His or her impact is a direct result of talents discovered and gifts shared. I'll say that again. When you think about any public figure that you admire, his or her impact in this world is a direct result of talents discovered and gifts shared. That's the order that they go in. Whether they're a writer, a dancer, a choreographer, a singer, a doctor, a lawyer, a politician, a public speaker, a coach, it doesn't matter. Talents discovered leads to gifts shared. And I want to take you on that journey. Welcome back to Sundays with C, episode 17, and this is Thinking Out Loud. If you're a new listener, I'd like to remind you that the Thinking Out Loud section of the show is the part where I pitch to you the why and the how. The why this is important, why we should pay attention, why we should even care about this, and then the how of how we're going to make it a reality in our lives. This is the part where, if you haven't already done so, you're ready to take out something to write with and take a few notes. I'm going to try to convince you of the significance and the weight of this matter and hope that from the how, I offer you some ideas about where to begin. So why should you be nurturing your gifts and talents? Well, first and foremost, it's going to give you an opportunity to learn a lot about yourself. What makes you tick? How your brain works? These are all things that you can learn by taking the time to nurture your gifts. Second, it can empower you to discover your life's purpose. And that one's a little bit of a heavier reason, yes? From your gifts and talents, you can find, you can discover what other large thing you may be here to do. Despite what it feels like, no matter how old you are, I, I don't believe that our purpose as humans is to go to school, grow up, go to college, get married, have a family, have a career, and just rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat until we make it to retirement and sit down. I know that was <laughs> a bit of a generalization and an exaggeration at the same time, but you know what I mean? 
that can't be it. And even though for you, perhaps what I described just now seems like enough, I assure you it's not. And if you're older and listening to this podcast or just (laughs) have lived more days than someone younger listening to this podcast, I encourage you to think back to the time when you were really inspired by your passions, to the time where you were drawing pictures of what you wanted to be when you grew up and asking your parent to put them on the refrigerator at home. That's the part of yourself I want you to listen to because that's the part of yourself that really cared about discovering what your life purpose may have been. And maybe you founded that in something that feels really concrete, right? Maybe your life purpose has been to help people and you wanted to help people by way of the law so you became a lawyer. That's wonderful. And if that's your purpose, that's wonderful. But maybe somewhere in there, there's a narrative that you've left behind. A narrative that was also to bring people joy. And maybe you had a passion and a gift for cooking. And maybe the way that you decide you want to also bring people joy in this life, in addition to helping people, is by baking. Who knows? I'm asking you to remember these parts of yourselves. Or if you're a little younger and have an idea of what these parts of yourselves might be, to discover them. Nurturing your gifts can empower you to discover your life's purpose. And my third point is, nurturing your gifts could lead you to discovering which tools you have in your life with which you can make change. I'm going to say that again. It can lead you to discover which tools in your life that you have right now with which to make change. I'm an educator. I know that about myself. And whether I'm formally teaching in a classroom or being a teacher and a mentor on a team that I'm a part of in my professional life, I'm an educator. And I know that my gift for teaching others is something I can use as a tool to make change in the world around me. What are some of yours? Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the how. The how is important, right? Because if you've gotten to the point where you're thinking, okay, see, I'm with you. I get that this is important. I get the why. Tell me how to do it. Well, don't mind if I do. Let's think about this together. The how comes from you. Comes from you being a little bit more intentional about the following. The first, spending more time doing what you love, right? And finding a balance between doing what you like to do and doing what you have to do. That can be tricky for us no matter how old we are. So really think about that one. Spending more time doing a little bit more of what you love so it can mix in there with all the list of things that we know that you've got to do. The second, finding like-minded spirits to share such experiences with. I know that for me, especially when I was younger and I was working really hard to focus on my artistry, spending time with like-minded spirits, like-minded artists, kept me fueled every single day. 
being in search of these like-minded spirits can take some time, but once you find your people, connecting with them can be a really great way to focus on nurturing your gifts. And lastly, seeking and creating opportunities to share your work, your gifts, with your corner of the universe. Now, corner of the universe is a term that I'm going to use all throughout the seasons of this show. And by corner of the universe, I mean the area where you have influence, your little community, if you will, in where you have influence. Understanding that your corner of the universe could be your hometown or your school community or your city or your state, whatever your corner of the universe is that you want to focus on. Seek and create opportunities to share your work and your gifts with your corner of the universe. Maybe your corner of the universe is a social media following you have. Maybe your corner of the universe is an art gallery local to you where you go and take class and are working on having some of your own art on display in an upcoming show. Anything you can imagine. Let's move on to the Thinking Out Loud Challenge of the Week. Welcome to the Sundays with C Thinking Out Loud Challenge of the Week for episode 17 on nurturing your gifts. So the two exercises I have laid out for you today are quick journaling exercises. If you don't keep a journal, just grab a piece of scratch paper that you're going to keep somewhere safe that you can refer back to. If that's not your style and you're a faster note taker on the computer or your tablet, pull it up, do what works for you. But I definitely want you to see this information taken visually. The challenge of the week is our opportunity to take the why and the how and put them into an action that you can pour your energy into. Doing, for a lot of us, is what helps things become more concrete. It's what helps ideas solidify. And one of my favorite things to do is write. And not that everybody listening to this podcast loves to write, but what we know is that writing has a really powerful impression on our ability to self-reflect. So I encourage you to join me today. All right, so let's talk about discovering and nourishing our gifts. Whether they are gifts that you hope to discover, or gifts that you are trying to get back in touch with, the work is the same. So we've got two brief writing exercises to get into today. Exercise one and exercise two are both exercises that you can take down in a journal or on loose leaf pieces of paper, whatever works for you. I always encourage you to get out something wonderful to write with that you enjoy. Colorful markers, pens. You're definitely going to want to differentiate the lists of things that you're creating in this journal or on these pieces of paper. So take a moment to gather your materials. And as you gather your materials, listen to me uh, give a few thoughts. So the first exercise is a focus on how you're spending your time and how you might choose to reallocate it based off of what you discover in the journaling exercise. And the second exercise is about doing a quick analysis of some bullet point lists that you're going to be making with regard to your life, but you only have one minute to prepare your answers to each list. So one, the first exercise, you can take a little extra time to do, but that second exercise, you're going to have to time yourself so that you can put a restriction on the flow of thoughts 
This is going to encourage you to be honest and be truthful and think quick on your feet about what your answers are to these questions. So gather your journal or your pieces of paper. If you've gathered two separate sheets of paper, that's great. Use one for exercise one and one for exercise two. The other piece of this is because we're doing two separate exercises, you can decide what works for you in terms of timing. If you'd like to listen to the instructions for each exercise and then do them on your own time later, you're welcome to do so. But if you're someone who would like to do the first exercise and then join me for the second exercise in real time, if you will, then feel free to pause them in between and pick it up where you left off when you're done doing the exercise. So exercise one takes a focus on time spent versus time reallocated. You're going to go ahead and split your paper or your sheet right down the middle and create two vertical lists. On the left-hand side, you're going to create a series of responses to the question, what do I love to do? And on the right-hand side of the piece of paper, you're going to create a list of your response to the question, what do my days consist of? Give yourself about six or seven minutes to do this list in this journal. What I really want is you to create a host of answers because the goal is to figure out where you find overlap. And I hope with all of us, there are two or three strong points of where you see overlap. For example, if what you really love to do or one thing that you really love to do is spend time working on music, that you actually see that reflected in the right-hand side of the sheet where you say what your days are consisting of. Maybe you love to read or bike or hike or dance or sing or journal. I hope that you see overlap between what you've written on the left-hand side of the paper and what you see on the right-hand sheet of paper. Once you're done brainstorming, go ahead and try to uh, make some connecting dots between the places that you see a connection. So in other words, if you saw something on the left-hand side of the sheet under what do I love to do, that you also see on the right-hand side of the sheet of what do my days consist of, draw a line between those two points. Find some way to connect them. Maybe you highlight them in the same color. Maybe you just take a different colored pen and draw a line straight across or diagonally to connect them. The more points that you can connect, the better. If you find that you can only connect one or two, that's food for thought. If you find that you haven't been able to connect any, that's also something to pay heavily attention to. Exercise two. Now this is a little bit more of a quick impromptu thinking off the top of your head exercise where you're gonna create three bulleted lists. You're gonna give yourself one minute to do bullet points under each prompt only one minute so you've got to challenge yourself to think quickly and think truthfully in the left hand column please put the prompt what are my hobbies in the middle column put the prompt what are my creative passions and in the right column put the prompt what speaks to my heart you get one minute for each prompt Focus on bullet listing. Really challenge yourself to package the ideas into small phrases. No sentences, no explanation. Bullet points. It could be one word, it could be a collection of quick words that create a short, tight phrase. 
that's going to be the best way to get through that quick journaling exercise. The focus should always be to do more of what you love. Here are a few things to reflect on after you've completed each exercise. With writing exercise number one, you can use it as an assessment that you do every once in a while as a check-in, just to see how you're spending your time versus how you may want to reallocate it so that you're doing more of what you love to do. Or you can use it as a weekly recap to assess whether you are or are not on track with a larger goal that you have before you. I always use artistry because that's the point that I'm working on and, and working from. If I tell myself that I want to produce three new poems in the course of each week, working around my work schedule, then I can do this assessment weekly to see how I'm spending my time in the larger scope of am I truly in a month spending more time writing than I was the month before. You can use it like that. That could be a larger goal that you have before you. You can take it a step further by using it as a way to assess your mood or your current state of mind. If you find yourself feeling emotions in extremes, you can use this exercise as a way to determine the why, whether it's for positive or negative emotions. Think about it. If you're taking a weekly recap and you're writing down the things that you love to do versus the things that your day is actually consisting of, and you're finding over the course of the next couple months, you're feeling extreme euphoria, extreme joy. Do this exercise to check in with why you may be feeling happier. Is it because you're leaving more time for running? Is it because you're leaving more time for family, which is something on your list of things that you love to be doing? Is it because you're just leaving more time to do yoga? Meditate? Laugh with your friends? What is it? Use this as a way to validate, after assessing what you notice, to validate the change in mood or state of mind that you're walking through the world with. Let's talk about writing exercise two. This is a great tool that you can use if you're ready to give things a little bit more thought. The answers you've written here can create a roadmap for this journey of discovery. You can only nourish your gifts once you have a handle on the things that we made bullet lists for in exercise number two. You answered the question, what are your hobbies? Answers to this question will tell you what you find interesting. You answered the question, what are your creative passions? This is where you should be investing your time. Your answers to these questions tell you where you should be investing more of your time. And lastly, you'd answer this question of what speaks to your heart. And this one is key because this is the one where I think your answers to this prompt really tell you what your potential purpose can be in this world. Your greater purpose, that purpose that's larger than yourself. I believe that you can only nourish your gifts once you have a handle on how you spend your time, what your creative passions are, and how you're going to invest further in them, and what truly speaks to your heart. It's not easy. It is going to take time. Spend some time stretching exercise two out if you want. Even though I said give yourself one minute to write answers, that was just initially on the first go around. 
If you want to work from that initial list that you've created with your one-minute responses, once you're done, maybe spend a day taking one of those lists and elaborating further. Turn those short bullet point answers into paragraph responses or maybe a conversation with a friend. There's room to elaborate and stretch that out. But the bullet point exercise was just so that you would be quick and truthful. But once you've got some time to go back, use it. Because your answers to those three prompts, what are my hobbies, what are my creative passions, and what speaks to my heart, really could create you a roadmap for discovering what gifts you need to be focusing on in your life. Spend some time writing, and then spend even more time in reflection. Your gifts are for the world. Protect them. And once you find them, share them. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sundays with C. Make listening to this podcast easy. Subscribe on YouTube and share it with a friend who could use some of the magic we're talking about. We're a podcast dedicated to focusing on your self-empowerment, your self-success, and your self-transformation, one Sunday at a time. Visit C's Lifestyle blog at findingthespacebetween.blogspot.com and send your questions, episode topic requests, and comments to fromthedeskofc at gmail.com. Sundays with C is written and produced by personal life consultant Camille Edwards. If you're staying here with us for this week's Seconds of Serenity, please settle into silence and welcome stillness. If this is where our paths part ways, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Same time, same place, same sea. This week, we have five self-affirmations, and there are five because I'm interested in encouraging you to pick one to focus on each weekday this week. Each of them are very different from the next, and if you allow yourself to focus on one per day, there's an opportunity to do much exploration. I possess great power. I am full of wonder. I can create anything I imagine. My gifts have the power to heal. Sharing my talents may change the world. Pick one of these self-affirmations to focus on each workday this week, each school day this week. Keep it with you. Perhaps you write it on a post-it. Perhaps you refer back to the end of the podcast for today to remind yourself which one you're keeping with you. Scratch it down in a notebook. 
Put it somewhere where you have access and walk through each day leading with one of these self-affirmations. See if it cannot shift the influence that you move through the world with. Namaste.